Welcome to Queen Talk with AJ. We are two magical black queens reflecting on experiences and the inexperienced. I'm Jordan. I'm Ayana. And we're your favorite cousins. Period. Woo! Happy Juneteenth, y'all. It is a beautiful Friday. Yes. It's a great day. It's time to celebrate, okay? We are are here. We're here. I'm we so are resilient. Yeah. We are unbroken. We are here. We are standing. Oh. We are demanding respect. We are yes. free. Gotta be. Man. Oh, it just feels so good, y'all. I was telling Jordan, like, I just I've been in a good mood. I've been yelling Juneteenth all through the hospital. Okay. <laughs> like our instructor actually emailed us and was like, you know, on behalf of um the 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 program on Juneteenth today, you guys are being released at 1 p.m. Wow. And she emailed it to the black students, okay. My job, you know, my job said, my job said, uh, we need this done by noon. <laughs> the disrespect. My, my job did not acknowledge Juneteenth at all. I would have, I think I would have definitely been amped. Not even, not even just the fact of getting off. Like, that's definitely no, awesome. it's the recognition. The recognition, the acknowledgement. Oh. Yes, that is, ooh. Y'all, we are seeing a change. We are literally in the middle of a civil rights movement. A change, a shift, and... It's here, and we're in the middle of it. Like, that feels, I mean, it's unfortunate because lives were lost, but it also feels yeah. great that we are actually seeing the the benefits of our, like, marches, our protests, our social media things that we're doing. Like, everything we're doing, we are really seeing those benefits little by little. I'm not saying we completely made a change, but this is progress, and I'm excited, okay? Yeah, this, I don't know, it just feels like, we are a part of something that we don't even know we're a part like we don't even understand how big it is until right. years down the line like wow you lived through that like you yes that was us girl okay wow. yeah during That's... a pandemic <laughs> oh god coronavirus we... i don't i don't acknowledge <laughs> but <laughs> it walks away wow yo so did you always celebrate let's let's talk about this a little bit because this has been a thing wow, um no. have you always celebrated juneteenth I'm going to be completely honest here. Okay. Um, (laughs) I was, I, it was like 2016. Okay. And my ex's cousin was like, are you going to go celebrate Juneteenth? Like down, you know, in Marietta. And I was like, what's that? (laughs) Right. So that was literally just four years ago. Like Juneteenth is very new to me and I've, I've never actually celebrated. So I've never went to like a festival or anything. Right. And I I kind of knew, you know, this year that things might be limited. Man, I really thought that there would be something. But yeah. I know that there are protests, but yeah. Everything was just like during virtual work. and I was like, yeah. dang it. I really wanted to go to something. So I'm really excited next year to like partake. To really turn yeah. up. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I actually didn't always celebrate it either. It was something that is is something that is definitely not taught in school. Right. And, um, I mean, you hear about the Emancipation Proclamation, but you don't hear about this. And this is a, this is huge, you know? And, um, um, so I just, I just found out about it. It was probably like 20, I think the first I heard of it was probably 20, I'll say like 2015, 2014. Okay. And when I first heard about it, I was actually low-key shaded because I did not know what it was. And the person was oh, like, oh boy. well, just Google it. That's something you should know. But since you don't know, just Google it. I was like, oh. Ew. Why did they wow. Know? It was almost, and I get and, he was and now, They were African-American. They yeah. really missed the ball there. Yeah, they did. I agree. Is, this is a time to come together. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. And he and he was just like, um, oh he was like, God. Google it. It was, I think he took it as like, uh, because people are on this thing where they're like, oh, well, educate yourself, which I completely understand. I was just about to get into But it. at that moment, I think he should have taken the opportunity to educate me and take me under, not necessarily take me under his wing, but I think you should have done it in a more caring and more like, hey, sis, let me show you what's up way you know what i'm saying oh and i was and, a guy that was talking to you like that yeah girl oh. i'll give you a little bit more tea on it off air gross yes, girl <laughs> I, 
And that's a big thing going on in our community right now. I feel like about it. I googled it myself, and I was just like, oh, okay. I felt really awful for not knowing. You know what I mean? So I actually just kind of like laid low on it because I was scared to ask more questions. I was scared to dig into it because I didn't want to be shaded again. <laughs> Like that, I was like, dang, I don't know. This is awful. So I just was like, okay, let me just lay low, basically, you know. And then I heard it was something else, something else triggered me again to be like, okay, I need to dig into this and I need to speak up and t- like talk about it. So then it was maybe two or three years ago, and I was like, oh, Juneteenth. And that's when I actively started to like participate in events and NAACP and trying to really like get out there for it. Wow. But it was real. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think that not all Black people grow up with education in their home. Yeah. In their peers. Right. And um, <clears throat> depending on what type of communication is being had, you know, some of that stuff is, is some of these conversations aren't being had. And some, some of the older generations may not even know about some of these things to have, you know, told their kids and then their children so it's like my thing is though like why is it okay so of course I'm thinking about this whole J. Cole situation because I'm just like yes. why, why isn't it <laughs> why is it a bad thing to educate somebody like I, to, I mean to me I don't right. think that you have to sit there and hold a seminar that you should be the one to go and find articles and you know necessarily spit facts but you can say hey like really like hey like this is something you should read Right, like just just to get the conversation going, just yeah. to get some background and insight. Mm. Where that person's like, "Damn, like, I do need to know that." And maybe, like, I get excited when I'm I'm able to put somebody onto information, especially like cultural. Like, yes. it's exciting to me. So I really don't understand this whole thing within the black community where it's like, I'm not gonna tell you that you need to look it up because go educate honestly, yourself. <laughs> we didn't like we grew up in this nation that purposely does not teach us our history and so I think it's a lot of black people that don't know a lot of history like and so I I don't really it's like okay you know everybody's taking the time to like yeah like get at the white people but why can't we get at each other and say hey like yeah like you know we understand what it's like to live in this color and this skin but Uh I feel like there should still be conversations you know that that are open about our yeah. history. I don't. I don't feel like it's a bad thing to to put each other on. Yeah, I, I definitely don't either. And I I feel like I've always kind of been like that. I've always been like, well, let me help you. I'm not like a get information and keep quiet person. <laughs> like I'm, I'm always like, oh, let me tell this. Let me do this. And if you ask, like there was somebody who asked me today. She was like, she's definitely older than me, and she was oh, wow. like, see. Yeah, she was like, honestly, like, and she was very, like, honest. She's like, honestly, I don't even know what that is. She's like, I've been seeing you on my timeline, but I guess I don't quite understand. And I took that moment to educate her. And, I mean, I just was like, you know, that was when the slaves in Texas finally, basically, like, the last state found out that they were free. You know what I'm saying? It was two years later. And I told her everything. And she's like, oh, wow. Like, basically, she was like, wow, I had no idea. Like, thank you. And I was like, of course, like, no problem. And I didn't do it in a very, I didn't do it condescending in a condescending way or anything. And I feel like we got to do better with that because, like, me, what if I would have shaded her? She would have never wanted to talk about it. That's my first experience. Because <laughs> she probably wouldn't have I mean, she might have went and, and you know saw the information <laughs> on her own. And I, just, I don't, I don't feel like she would have been, you know, like day. But yeah. the way that that gentleman handled you, I just feel like as a black man, especially somebody coming yeah. from the culture, that that yeah. was just, that was a real letdown. Like that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. And for him to be nasty about it, like how dare you not know? I mean. Yeah. I feel like that's how people are treated J. Cole, period. Dang. <laughs> Girl, let's, let's, let's get into J. Cole. So what is... Okay, so... What is going on? I hear no, no on the bluff. So okay. apparently, No Name no, no name is a female rapper. Um, her audience has been known to mainly be white, but she, she is very passionate in her words, even in her lyrics, are about Black people. Um, but I don't know if it's because of like how her music sounds. She doesn't have a lot of black fans from like 
the sound perspective. Like a lot of people don't necessarily, a lot of black people may not necessarily feel like her music like that, mm-hmm. but they respect her because she puts out a lot of information. Like she has a book club. Um, she's very educated and she brings a lot of information to young young black people right okay especially so she has a really huge like following of young black women especially like um i really Mm -hmm. all this information that i know really is through my little sister like you know so she told me my sister was like yeah i get a lot of information through her like about you know activists and things and books that you should read like black Mm -hmm. authors so that's 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 kind of how that began, and I think at one point, no name was like just kind of pinpointing some celebrities. I don't know that she necessarily specifically said J Cole and Kendrick, but that's what I've heard. That like she's called out some people, like where are y'all at? Like you know, because I think she knows the impact that they have, right? Um, is you know, just as our woke spokespeople, like yeah, you yeah. know, so um, so me personally like i i don't i'm not i'm not a follower of her so when the song dropped i was like on youtube and it said j cole new song 10 minutes ago so i was like whoa you know i immediately like hit on the video and i'm listening and i was just in my feelings yeah because it's just like i mean he was just basically saying like man like there's a lot going on people are looking at me he was like but you know honestly like he's kind of been doing his thing and he's like man like I really should like be doing more like that's the note that I felt like he left on and then at the end like there's some singing and it's just like talking about just seeking wisdom like yeah so I thought it was a beautiful song and then Ayana hits me up and she's like, girl, like people going in on your boy. And I'm like, Corte. <laughs> yes. uh, Jordan was the first person I hit up. <laughs> I was really confused. Yeah. So I think the issue with people is that they feel like, you know, J. Cole in the song is insinuating that he doesn't understand and he's asking a black woman to help him understand. And people are like, you have all these resources, you have money, you have time. Read yourself. Figure it out. Like, why do black women always have to educate? And and I'm just like, as a black woman, y'all know, I would like, I go hard. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I didn't even feel that way when I heard that lyric. And I didn't feel like it was specific because there are a lot of us that are advocating and, you know, expressing how we feel online. And mm-hmm. some of us may not be posting articles and posting where you can get educated. I'm not. I'm posting my feelings. Right. So when you said that, I was like, dang, like, maybe I could do a better job at, like, you know, just, like, yeah, posting things where people can understand. So Right. And so I am completely unbiased because I like J. Cole, but I'm not, like, a true fan. I do like his music, but I'm nowhere near Jordan's status, okay? <laughs> So I listened to the song because, and the reason why I listened to the song is actually because he was getting so much slander on my timeline. And I was like, what is so going sad. on? <laughs> like, and I listened to the song and I'm like, I see, I'm confused. <laughs> I was actually confused because I'm like, where is the problem? Sis, I listened to the song three times. Three like, just times. Because I'm like, am I a basic Betty? I under, I literally found... <laughs> almost like nothing wrong with the song like I listened the first time just to listen I listened the second time for understanding I listened a third time while reading the lyrics because I'm literally looking for what people are referring to and I still don't get how they I just like people took it out of context yeah I feel like he I don't think he meant it the way people are saying that he meant it and he even tweeted and he was like i this song I did it and it is what it is like (laughs) he wasn't even like I'm I mean there's that's it like you guys are doing the most as always uh like and and he even shouted her out but um I had sent I had sent you last night my sister sent me where no name had kind of responded to him in a poem oh yeah, and yeah, I did see that. Okay. The poem was pretty it was pretty aggressive. Yeah. Basically, like sis was kind of like, you after me, and it's it's black men hanging from a tree. Like it's 
it's people dying in their home and you you concerned about me and how I came at you or like like it was it was really bad and I was like well this perspective so it's like I see where people are coming from but again I don't think that that was his intention and my my main reason is because he literally says in the end that he can do more like he knows it like he feels imposter syndrome <laughs> like he feels like a fraud when that yeah is telling him yeah, in the store like that. man like appreciate what you're doing like and he's like damn i need to do more <laughs> now there are just several reasons why j cole is just not an offender and i could really go down a whole list but my thing is right this, this cancel culture is really kind of like aggressive to the point that you really have to look up information on yeah. your own before because social media is powerful and it'll have you cancel somebody before you even know all the facts Mm -hmm. like so i'm glad that i was able to listen to the song and not hear any bias first because i think that i would have been waiting for i would have been listening to it but even in your circumstance you didn't i'm completely unbiased yeah (laughs) (laughs) but what about okay so my thing is why go in on j cole when we got these rappers saying future number one yeah. i mean and listen Pop, I am a, daddy i'm a throw it in a circle girl so yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and say that i'm not <laughs> out here for the 990 2000s but here for that. i'm i'm not gonna cancel a woke artist when i know that i'm jamming to disrespectful artists like and i, I don't even say that proudly like but it just makes me wonder like where is the balance here? Y'all are able to cancel, you know, J. Cole off off asking for understanding. Right. But you not gonna cancel a rapper that said he gonna mess with you and your sister? Come on. <laughs> Y'all really got me effed up. Like, really? J. Cole is not to be canceled. Like, this man went from glitz and glamour to straight humility. This man... Ooh. Sometimes he'd be looking like I'd be like, "Dang, J Cole, you like you ain't take no bath." Yeah. But he he's just on that tip where he's just like, you know, I'm I'm not for the flashy. Yeah, he's always seeking to understand. Like, yeah. come on now, so I feel that... pride for your eyes only. Come on now, <laughs> this man had three people... number one albums with no oh, features. Shoot. He's not about like, come on, like he's he's really for the culture. So y'all really got me messed up. I think that people possibly also like I think also the people who are commenting and giving everything may have listened to only this song and they may have already been biased or maybe they listened to this song and they just felt away. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't they don't know his background, his history. Like you were saying, like, I mean, you guys need to dig a little deeper because this man is <laughs> he bigger bigger problems. I just like, feel like <laughs> Calm down. Out of all the people we could cancel, why him? Did y'all forget about Doja Cat? I like. I was Ooh. like, come on now, come on now. Yeah, she definitely canceled. <laughs> this man, J Cole, has even he's even rapped about black men being wrong. Yeah, and like he was one of the first like, celebrities actually saw out in a protest. <laughs> Like literally, I was yeah from I, from I, the black stance. I saw a lot of I saw I feel mm-hmm. like I saw a lot of white celebrities, and I did see black. Like I saw Michael B. Jordan, I saw Kendrick Sampson from you know Nate from Insecure. Yeah, mm. um, he was uh, yeah starting to get slim. I think Kanye yeah. was out there. Yeah, Kanye was out there, but the first one I saw was J Cole. Oh wow! See, I don't yeah. even remember the timeline, girl. Just overwhelmed. <laughs> But I'm just like, and this, I feel like J. Cole and Kendrick are the type of people, J. Cole is not even on social media at all. Mm. So I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not that type of person. Like, he's not about the glitz and glamour. He's not about the clout. So it's genuine. Bruh. Mm. This man had a whole concert where he charged people a dollar. You know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Next topic. <laughs> you Jordan said we done. Next, listen, y'all feel how y'all feel. Listen to the song though, and then please DM us. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us, give us, tell it, give us thoughts. We got to do a poll. Yes, for please, yeah, please. Also, we are going to discuss insecure. 
a very popular black AF show. What a great very show. Rela- <laughs> yes, it's, it's amazing. So good. Acting, the music, the writing. It's great all around, honestly. And um, I think it's very relatable. That's what I really like about it. That's stuff that Issa be doing, Molly be doing. But anyway, Issa oh. and Molly. <laughs> it is very wow. relatable, y'all. Like, you know, we don't been in this a few situations before, okay? <laughs> Man, I did not know where this season was really going, going to take us. <laughs> what I realized is that at the end of, like, it seems like almost every season, like Issa kind of moves up in like independence where she's like kind of like mm. doing her thing. So I know the last season ended. I remember Daniel was trying to like come inside and she was like, Oh no, I'm good. Like, thanks. I think he had dropped something Ouch. off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I saw that as kind of like her closing that door. And yeah. then it showed her in her new apartment and her just on the couch. And I was like, right. period. So this season, I really didn't know what you know what i'm saying like where things were going so yeah and that's the thing i think for the like out of all the seasons this season was the one we had the craziest like ending the craziest cliffhanger almost it was like all the other seasons yeah it was predictable but this season i didn't know what was happening and that that slapped me in my face yeah, I really felt Issa at the end smoking a blunt, like yes. looking onto the world. Okay, but we'll get there. Okay, yeah. Okay, the first thing I actually want to mention is Tiffany at her postpartum. That is something that is not widely um, talked about or even widely known. I was actually having a conversation about the episode with a friend who watches it. And my other friend was like, postpartum. She was like, dang, I think my sister is actually going through that now. And she was like, me and my mom and like our family, we didn't know that that was like actually a real thing that people like experience. Until now my sister is thinking like they think that she's going through it. And she's like, oh my God, like they don't even know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think like, people do. They don't. I definitely don't yeah. think the education is out there as to how to handle it. Mm-hmm. But I remember yeah. my first time hearing about it was on the Oprah show. And oh, wow. this lady, though, she wanted to kill her baby. So yes, that's I, I've always that. thought that it was real intense like that. So I didn't know that there was just like a lower level, which is still extreme, of just like yeah. disconnect. Yeah. Um. And, My, yeah, the first time I heard about it was actually not on Oprah, but I heard me <laughs> about someone she knew who who she just had her baby and they were somewhere and she got the urge to literally kill her baby. <gasps> yeah, and she oh, literally man. had to like kind of snap out of it or walk away. She literally had to hand the baby to the husband. That's how intense her urge was. She was oh holding the baby God. in her arms. And that's the experience, my first experience or my first knowledge of postpartum. And I was like, oh my God. And I just, from then on, I heard of like other women who just were extremely depressed and extremely sad. And also other women who beat themselves beat themselves up as mothers. Like, I'm not doing a good job. This baby deserves better. Just things like that. So I feel like I've seen it on all spectrums. And on each spectrum, like you said, there's not a lot of education. Like people don't know how to handle it besides going to the doctor. You know, at, until they go to the doctor and maybe see a therapist. You know, things like that. But with I definitely... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, I definitely feel like my only really knowledge about it has been through TV. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with anybody. And I don't know that I've been close to somebody that was experiencing it. You know, like, I, because sometimes there, there are mothers who just be like, look, I'm ready to live my life. I done popped them out. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's like, I, I feel like you just would really have to be around and really pay attention to how this person is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That wow. is that is a very real issue. And I like that they did bring that up in the episode just to bring awareness to it. Because I am I know it got people thinking like, dang, is it that serious? Dang, is that really happening? You know, and that probably really got people thinking. So I want to commend them on bringing that into the episode. Yeah, they actually incorporated a lot into this episode. Another thing they incorporated was the 
white cops and the um and them being stopped they were at like they were getting off the bus and they were arguing back and forth with the guy who was on the bus with them who ended up lying Mm, yeah Um, i don't know if you remember that part but basically and they were like not the cops seemed like it was about to be something molly introduced herself everybody was like okay relax like let's just not do this tonight and the cop was like you know what not today you know and <laughs> everything going on like, Kelly is... really stole like Kelly was yeah. a real comedic relief and then it kind of got real again after her yes. but man Kelly is she's not to be played with bro she yeah. was really like trying the bus driver what you gonna yes. do <laughs> right I'm gonna like, this man gonna stop in. his route to get off the bus Kelly get the gonna cops. get a damn the damn damn <laughs> <laughs> like Kelly is just really Kelly I wanted to point out though. Yeah, I feel like they've been kind of pointing out the police and the postpartum throughout the season. Oh wow! Um, like What's Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany, have. like I know at the block party and stuff. Like she just was like really trying to have a good time, and like you know, I remember her husband had got a call. Like the mm-hmm. babysitter, the baby was kind of acting yeah. up, and she was oh like, uh, "Can you just go? Because I'm trying to like." She really, yeah. so she was really showing little signs throughout. That is very true, and I think that's good that you just brought that up because I don't think I thought of them like that. I think this is the first one I was like, "Dang!" But before that, they really were showing us signs. I don't think I realized that. I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, she's ready to get out of the house." I noticed that. I was like, "Well, there was another <laughs> scene before that when they had first went over to her house." Yeah, yeah. And just the way she was, kind of just like real passive, like yeah, she's, yeah, she's crying. Hmm. Da, da, da. Yeah. like she just was real like passive about the baby and yeah, so there was a build-up yeah sure. there was definitely a build-up with that and so mm-hmm. I think it, it like you said it, it brought that awareness like mm-hmm. it really creeps up on you and then this yeah. person's missing and it's you like snap. nobody even thought of her having postpartum everybody right. was freaking out you know yeah. like it's true it really snuck up on and everybody. I think that's how it happens like yeah don't even know life is still happening to people around you so yeah. it's like they're, they may not, you know, people may not be able to really tune in and be like, hey, like, she's acting kind of, you know, it's just real, like, okay, like, okay, Tiffany. And yeah. she's always kind of been that type of person, you know, that just, like, real yeah. all about me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so twice I think about. it was, yeah, I think it was easy to kind of go up under the rug. <laughs> but with yeah. the police, I was going to mention the whole thing about Latoya. <laughs> and oh, every time they show the show, like, man they would be like where's the toya and then the cops would like put up a picture of like a toyota camry like oh well we have not been able to find the toyota i'm saying and i'm like so they've really been like kind of like and and like you said i remember you telling me you had like listened to a podcast about them saying it just how yeah, i was actually about to say that yeah that whole storyline um, is satirical but yeah it is and it's just like they like Issa was saying i listened to um Issa as a guest on um not horrible decisions on um, lip service with Angela E. And she was giving a tea on everything. And she was like, Yeah, like, and uh Angela was like, What's up with all these random shows throughout all the seasons? There's always like a show that everybody's watching. And she was like, honestly, yeah. I don't know. That's just like an idea we came up with. And <laughs> it's something really dark and humorous about it. And it really is. It's like really random, really, because they had that slave show the year before the season before this one. Oh no! And it's like something really dark, but it's also comedic in some weird way. So she was kind of explaining <laughs> that, and like that's intentional. Wow! And she's even saying they kind of want to expound on them because people are like, "Yo, what is up with?" They're these like shows? paying attention. Yeah, the first time I so... remember them showing a TV show. It was just like a black sitcom. Yeah, and it was looking real like <laughs> it was really looking like one of them throwback 90s yes. goofy comedy like yes. okay this would not be believable in the real world just over the top and then yes yeah, it like slowly started to get like more tits I forgot about the slavery um, yeah. TV show yes. lord have mercy uh, yes so she was giving- oh I also wanted to mention so I'm gonna <clears throat> go back a little bit you said that every season, Issa kind of gains her own independence, right? Mm-hmm. That same podcast I was listening to, one of them asked her, like, why we don't see Issa rapping as much no more? We miss Issa rapping. We love those raps. And Issa's like, 
she don't need them no more. Like she used those raps as mm. a, a release and a way of just like kind of talk out her own problems. But now Issa is growing. Issa can communicate on her own and she doesn't really need the wow. And that's why they don't necessarily, wow. that's why she's not rapping as much. And that's true. I was like, dang, she really haven't been. I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> there are scenes where I expect her to go to the mirror. Like when she, yeah, when her and Lawrence went on their date and she went back to his place and she has to go to the bathroom, I just knew she was about to go in there and rap. And, yes. they, were and they didn't. No, that's because she freaking poured her heart out right before they banged, girl. Oh, not banged, (laughs) girl. I'm still salty. Yeah, you sound like I'm really confused because sometimes Ayana sounds like she wants Issa to be with Lawrence, and then she kind of be like, uh, okay, hell no. So, So, okay, let's let's go ahead and get into. Let's go ahead and get, let's get into Issa and Lawrence. So, <laughs> I, okay, I don't know what I want. Yes, I do. I do not want them to be together. Like, officially, no, I do not. Same. But Something I about think, it, I don't trust. Yeah, like, at all. Like, their history, I mean, it's just, you guys are in different spaces. You guys have grown up and apart, and I feel like that's okay. Even if y'all are still cordial, cool, like, I feel like they have a, a good what I like about them is that their energy, they're they're so cute together. Like, it just seems like they match. You know what I'm saying? But I don't necessarily feel like I want to see them together. Like, I don't feel like... No, that's not something they need to revisit. They're not that cute. <laughs> like, I don't I know just, how to explain it. <laughs> I feel like Lawrence is in a different place. I feel like they have great chemistry, but I feel like Lawrence is all about the money right now. And I just yeah. feel like... He a full on. Lisa is... I mean, oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. Issa is starting to, <laughs> she's starting to finally kind of find her niche. And I just feel like, and that's the thing. So do you think that you can't, do you think that you have to kind of like sacrifice love when you're trying to find purpose? Oh, mm. <laughs> she's like, I was already for that question. <laughs> Dang, I, yeah, I, let me think. Do I have to sacrifice love when I'm finding my purpose? Like when you're when you're like really like almost there. I don't necessarily think so because if you are with the right person and you're with yeah, if you're with the right person, I believe that they're gonna be on that journey with you and they're gonna understand. Like, okay, she's walking in her purpose. These are things that she has to do. This is what she's doing. And they're going to understand the why behind it. You're driving everything. And I don't think they're going to hold you back or make you feel like you got to pick between the two. Yeah. If you're with the right person. Lawrence, he just seems like, he just seems like he's not willing to balance it yet. Like he's not. No, exactly. I feel like he just got to a place where he's like, nah, I want this. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. He, he's, and he's, he's about single. to go all in and do whatever he needs to do. Right. And he's not ready to go back all in. He's still like, nah, I got to do what I got to do. You know? Yeah, exactly. So this situation with um, Condola is really going to challenge him <laughs> because <laughs> my theory is that he's not going to be able to move to where he supposed to move to San Fran really i think yeah he's supposed to move for his job like if he he got the job so he's supposed to move and i don't necessarily think you don't that, think he's gonna move though nah i don't think he's gonna be able to how's he gonna be an active father like lawrence seems like the type to want to be an active father you know what i'm saying and i feel like yeah. his like heart he's not gonna be able to be a genuine like active father and work all the way in san fran when condola is there and Condola was like, well, you don't have to be, you can be an act, as active or as present as you want. And I'm like, why would you say, like, I don't think that Lawrence is that type. Even though I think he has <laughs> trashy ways lately, I don't necessarily feel like he's that type of guy. This what is the first think? time that I saw a situation and I actually felt more, like, sad for the guy. <laughs> you know, because usually I'm just like, yeah. okay, what, you, what, what you think? But just because, like, she didn't, like, I guess yeah like there are guys who get in a situation where they have made a decision with Mm. this girl to part ways and Mm. then a girl finds out and it's like he has no say so in continuing a future and attached future with her right she decides to go through with that I mean he can say okay well I'm not gonna be in that child's life but But then he made a worse decision yeah yeah so it's like you're kind of almost like forced to 
into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I, that so that that was my that leads to my next question I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So do you think that you could Girl. Girl. <laughs> like do you think that you could in this circumstance with Issa, do you think that you could handle like you know, somebody you were talking to said, hey, like, I just found <laughs> out that this girl I used to talk to just told me that sometimes girls tell information like, I didn't think you cared, and the child's like 10 years old. I don't know why they do that. But. No, that is, that's, no. That is another level. That's, honestly, <laughs> I feel like that is, like, immature in a way. Because, yeah, it is. Yeah. In, because you're depriving, for one, you're depriving your child of a father. Yeah. Even though you're not with that person, even though you Life. It doesn't matter. The two Lawrence, they decided to lay down with each other and have sex. Okay. Yeah. So in that mm-hmm. decision, you you are laying down with every consequence that may come with it. You know what I mean? So in that way, okay. <laughs> he was like, didn't we, didn't we use? She was like, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get it out. No. So it's like, mm. you know, I mean, I get it, but sis, I don't, like, I don't understand why people don't tell people when they have kids. Like, that is just I never understand that. I'm sorry. So and what is your um, <laughs> so, girl, no. I, I mean, oh, see, shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, that's really hard. You have to be really mature. And the fact that Issa is like, like you said, like we were saying earlier, she's budding. You know what I mean? Like she really just getting into who, what she really want to do with her, like even career. So I'm just like, that's something extra that she's got to worry about. That. If I'm in that situation, I don't know if I could do that. And as bad as I would want it to work, I would have to think like, yo, this history, like it's not working out now. We already been through, like, I would have to just let it ride. And if it came back to me years later, when they were settled in his fatherhood and their relationship with him and Condola, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, perhaps. That's, I don't know, then, I don't even know if I would give it another chance, but in that (laughs) moment, could not do it sis i'm not i haven't reached that level of maturity yeah i i mean my my thing is having a child with somebody is intimate and my thing is they i don't even feel like they really i mean i guess they do know that they're not compatible but i mean condola seemed like she wasn't even trying to get married so now she's about to have a whole child that's what irritated me too so i'm like okay so she just seems like she's still trying to figure out what she wants and maybe she's being truthful with herself like maybe because of the divorce she went through she couldn't be honest with herself so it's like dang like i think i do want this you know and even if i have to be single and i meet somebody later so I mean, so my thing is, I just feel like it can be very, like, her and Lawrence, because they still have opportunity to, mm, you know, you, you know, he come over, yeah, drop her, yeah, and y'all are bonding over y'all's child, like, yeah, she yeah. Did it, You did may that. start to see her in another light, because you see her as a, in that Yeah, in role. a nurturing, exactly. Yeah. So, for me, personally, I don't think it's a good idea, because yeah, I just think that there, that's a bond that him and Condola will have. Yeah. I mean, forever. And I mean, another thing too is that Lawrence was done. It's not like Lawrence cheated on East. I think a lot of people were mad at him, but it's like <laughs> I forgot that he didn't. Like he was just so yeah. cold after the fact, and he was just wilding out. Right, and I think that. I mean, at first I was like, I think people were mad at him as if he cheated. The first thing I thought that Lawrence was going to say when he walked in the house was like. Yo, Issa, I slept with Condola again. You know what I mean? That's really what I think. <laughs> but this man said you something was on some backstabbing ish, like yeah. But it seemed like really he was like struck. really hurt. I would hate him at that point. Yeah, like I feel like he the face, the look on his face was like he was almost like hurt. Yeah. So I didn't see. I, I don't. I didn't know. And I just felt like, dang, he didn't cheat on her. He really like was with her. And people were like, well, they were in a whole relationship, and I'm like, no, they weren't. They didn't think yeah, that. they hadn't even had a clear cut. To no, me, to me, it was just that a sign that they're not meant to be because honestly, yeah. they they had a lot of opportunity to get back together. I don't really know the time frame between last season and this season because <laughs> yeah. it seemed like it did. Like even even within the season, like some months went by with like you said, Molly. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel I'm, like Lawrence had that like. Issa really came to him trying to work it out. 
Yeah. And they they shared friends. So I feel like if he really knew Issa was the one, it wouldn't have taken, you know, a girl he was dating to be like, did you ever think about, you know? So I'm just like, yeah. I just like the salty shade, like, <laughs> okay. That, that, whole, that whole encounter irritated me so bad because I was like, of course, we will always be with our exes if they hadn't done the dumb crap they did. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's so, yeah, so I just, to me, I just feel like it, 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 it made me wonder if, if Lawrence <laughs> ever really understood what he had all along. Like, what well, it took so Ooh. much for him to to get to the point where he wanted to be with Issa again. And I but that's why I'm like, like that's a lot of me. Uh-uh. Well, you're right. You're right. We had this conversation before. Like, I feel like that's a lot of me. It'd be taking them. You be on your deathbed and they be like, I love you, please marry oh, me. Oh, F you. My deathbed. I know you lying. You go take this crocodile too. Okay, that's an exaggeration. But I do feel like it be taking a lot. Like, honestly, like in relate in past relationships, I have already checked out and the man is finally checking in. Wow. And I'm like, that's you like, idiot. What's the situation out? Well, that's just to- that's just a that's just toxic because you want some like- attention, bro. I'm like, I'm actually already checked out. So there's no saving this, bro. Oh, <laughs> and then you really want to check in? See, no. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's what they do. She said, see, no. Okay, so, okay, I, I do want to transition to Nate really quickly. Yeah. So, oh, Nate, uh, honestly, I was kind of <laughs> done with him. You know, I, I, I just was... The way he just disappeared, he was not acknowledging her cause. Now, I don't know what it's like to be bipolar and you know, people, go. people, we all go through things and people, you know, we all have our ways of yeah. dealing with them. But ghosting to me is just really low because it's like you see somebody calling, like, even with friendship, if you're just gonna like blatantly ignore my calls, this you want to get into that. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that I'm reaching out in concern. You could at least just be like, hey, like, I'm sorry. I'm just not really doing well. Like, I promise I'll reach out mm-hmm. to you. I'm just going through some things. That mm-hmm. takes what? But- Five seconds. And you don't even have to reply back. At least let me just reply to that. Just give me that one reply, you know? Yeah, and then I'll leave you but alone. The- you got me keep wondering, keep panicking. Right. Keep hitting you up. Annoying. That's and the true. thing is, though, when he when he spoke about it on the show... He was like, oh, well, I didn't know how to, it was, it wasn't like a, I was caught up. It was like a, well, I didn't know how to tell you when I found out. So it's like, it's not even like you were going through, maybe you may have gone through an episode and you found out and you were coping with how you found out, but you weren't actually in an episode as the reason why you ignored Yeah, them. you, know so what I'm you trying were in your right mind. So it's like, yeah, exa- you were the one person, <laughs> you were Nate, period. You weren't nobody else that oh, time. No. <laughs> so I'm just like you have time to take her back. Like uh, I don't understand. Like no, sick, dismiss. And when he tried to get on her in the kitchen, I was kind of like getting a little hot because I was like, "Who are you talking to?" Yeah, he was like, oh, I thought you was done with that. Hold on, bro. Really, I was done with you. <laughs> you like don't don't call for me. And that's just and it just it wasn't really fair. You know, she it obviously wasn't. was really intonate. She even watched her best friend, you know, continue yeah. her pursuits with his best friend and that was I even forgot that they were best friends, girl. I have forgot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, totally you know, forgot. I and I don't know how Molly even thought of how that affected Issa, but here I am, you know, trying to date somebody and then you get put on so yeah I, I don't know I just I yeah I feel like he was very out of out of pocket I'm glad that he you know mentioned it later on and and that yeah. he was honest with her about his feelings she was looking I mean and that's the thing Issa was so like me and Lawrence me and Lawrence and I'm like yeah ah. oh, Lord. so now he's gonna be like I told you so I told you what did he say Lawrence was wishy-washy or he yeah something, something like that like, yeah <laughs> Oh, Whew, that's gonna be a mess to unfold, but I'm ready for it to unfold for real. Yeah, I think I, 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 I don't, I feel like Nate, so, I don't know. I mean, him and Issa might really be on a similar level because he said only like because him and Lawrence, her and Lawrence have no more dealings. I feel like then she would pick him up like as a rebound, low key. Yeah, I don't think like, she's in love with him, I don't think she's in love with Nate, oh, absolutely not. But I think Nate is like I said, they be we be checking out and they checking in. We coming and going. It's a revolving door, except we on our way out. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. wait to the top, okay? I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> For 
I see you at the top floor, bro. This nigga checking in, talking about I really, I, I got feelings for you, and she's like, oh, like, <laughs> well, I'm actually back uh, with my ex. Like, you know, do you think that there's a such thing as too much history to let go? Like, how much is too much to let go? Is that a thing? Because oh people always say, like, I hear girls like, well, we have so much history. We've been together for six years. We have a baby. And I just, we just have too much history for me to let go. The way I look at it, I used to kind of feel like that. Like, I'm definitely a ride or die type. But yeah. then I got to, like, thinking about it. It's like, but how many more years are you going to sacrifice? You know? Mm. Mm-hmm. We only have this one life. You can't hold on to that. And really, yeah. what those people don't understand is... Those are years you wasted. Those aren't years that, you know, you could somehow, like, go back to this sit-in. Like, yeah. if this person is still not doing what they need to do, it don't really matter how much history y'all have. The love will always be there. Yeah. But you deserve somebody you that's going to be, you know, yeah, in the present and that's going to go as hard as you. So it's like, yeah. I'm not about to be in no 10-year on and off dang you know we known each other since we was 20 now we 35 no I'm gonna pass. <laughs> yeah I'm clearly gonna pass. I've really wasted my time and like yeah. I could have been with somebody and been further like on a yeah. financial level on a mental level on a love level like yeah. but I've been going back and forth with you and we all we stuck on the same level bye that's real i actually used to think that as well i used to think that we've been together too long i never been with nobody for more than three years and i still was thinking we've been together too long to let go we have history but and it's like why why did i think that why did i decide to waste so much time and it's like well you have to and then the other the other thought that i would have was Oh, you have to fight for love. You have to suffer through some things and your guys are going to make it through. No, you don't. We already discussed this in prior episodes. You do not. Okay, PSA. You do not have to suffer to be in love. You do not have to be hurt to be in love. Love can happen with like without the pain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you go through ups and downs, but the, the things that we subjected ourselves to, like before we knew the truth, it's crazy okay <laughs> like yeah. why did I ever do those things why did I think that so I think it's I just definitely like, don't think it's too much history. I don't I never I'm, I'm never gonna think that again really that that thinking is really just it's just fear it's fear yeah. of, of letting it go mm-hmm. and, but honestly you're not even realizing it's already gone like yeah really you're just wasting time at you're, you're just holding on to like dust like right and these these are these are times that you're wasting that you actually could be using to heal and prepare for whatever's coming next in your life not necessarily love but there's but there's other things yeah there's there's something else in your journey and and this was just a stop you're supposed to take whatever it is from this and then (laughs) pit stop and get back in the car Okay, I wish uh, I- stop driving around with that man. Let him out. Let him out at the next location. Okay, <laughs> let him out of his bus stop. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so, so yeah. Molly, I wanted to say with Molly. Okay, mm-hmm. when this season started, everything was was like dandy. Like I remember they started off. They were doing like the Sunday, like the yoga, <laughs> like they would set each other up. Like <laughs> this girl Issa was trying to smoke and about to burn her um yoga mat yes and then slowly it started to dwindle down so let's get into it yo (laughs) oh where do where do i begin with this entire dynamic i honestly don't even know where to begin because let's start at the block part well let's because honestly, it got it, it was it was going downhill before the block party, but yeah. I think the block party it happened in the middle. Was of the it season, Thanksgiving? Think, yes. Wait, thanks. Yeah, Thanksgiving was before the block party. Yeah, so that was part of the buildup. Yeah. So Thanksgiving was part of the buildup. Also, when they were at Tiffany's house and Lawrence came over too, and she was outside talking, and Tiffany was—I mean, not Tiffany, dang. yeah, Molly was. That was about her. Yeah. Was that after that was, Thanksgiving or was that before? I that was remember. after Thanksgiving, but it was before okay. the block party. Okay, and that situation, um, the grocery store situation, was before Thanksgiving when they were upset with each other in the grocery store. So we had a little bit of a buildup 
of their friendship blowing up. Although I did not realize that it would blow up to that like extreme. Yeah. You know, and even after that, they made a mini comeback. <laughs> like, well, wait, did they? No, they didn't. I mean, kind of. They had brunch together, but then they had another like realization at the very end like, nah, we're growing apart. Yeah. <sighs> I'm really trying to remember what happened before they got to. I can't remember the grocery store because in the grocery store they were like, We've just been off. And yeah, they made the they made the yeah. Right. Like they literally acknowledged it to us. And then I could just see where it just felt like I think that Molly was just going through something because I remember But you know, Issa Issa didn't really have like her, you know, like her mom, I guess her mom be be with her, you know, new man. Yeah. And so her and her brother went to a Mexican restaurant. And I remember it's just like, Issa just like kind of chilling with her brother. And she just wasn't really in the mood. And Molly's just like, okay, like just real dry about it. And it's like, damn, you didn't even check on your friend and see why you know that, you know, her family is not together the way yours is. Yeah, because apparently she always came because even her family was asking, like, where's Issa? Oh. And I'm like, oh, God. Also, I think Issa, like, because she knows she... So this is where I thought Issa could have, I guess, communicated better. Because I felt like, you know you go there every, like, it seems like you go there every Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? So I think for you to text her, like, basically at the end of the night, you and your brother already where y'all gonna be at, I feel like she could have done it a little bit earlier. Earlier, got it. So I feel like that would have been a more tactful thing to do. Like, yo, sis, I'm really just some. It's a crazy day. Me and my brother hanging out, or just you know, I'm not gonna make it before. I mean, they had a pie for her and everything, you know. So I do feel like she could have handled that a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. But for the most part, I, I always like, be on Issa's side, like Molly's. Yes, that's what I was about. That was <laughs> but literally you're right. I was about yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm right. usually I'm usually a Molly hater, but. <laughs> yeah but you you gotta be unbiased when you break it down to yes you. so yeah. you're doing a good job and i was actually going back some seasons and i was like oh Issa really did some some little stuff that i was like side-eyeing like the first season or yeah the first season or whatever like one thing she did that kind of stuck out to <laughs> broken me broken pussy yes girl that song even though that wasn't towards her it's like she mentioned to her and then she did a whole song about it so molly automatically thought it was her that could have been molly overthinking so i'm not gonna mention that one but (laughs) the fact that they went out that night molly wanted to i mean Issa told molly okay let's get out of the house because molly was going through another breakup okay cool she felt like her junk was broken okay cool but on the flip side the reason why Issa really wanted to go is because daniel will be there I hate when so, I hate when girls do that. Do not drag me somewhere yeah. on my phone. Just you can leave me when we get there for a yeah. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't really appreciate that, especially because in that particular moment, I really felt like Molly really needed a friend. You know what I'm trying to say? Like? I feel like Molly really needed to get out. She wanted a girls' night, and she was kind of going through. I feel like we all kind of experienced that moment, or we all experienced where we're like, dang, bro, I'm about to be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, yeah. we're young. It's hell talking about we're going to be single for the rest of our life. You know what I'm saying? But we all <laughs> do that. And in those moments, we really do need friends to be like, stop playing. You know? Yeah. And I feel like Issa was really selfish in that particular moment. Because she even had the audacity <laughs> to freaking drop Molly off after Molly, like, cursed her out, basically. Went to see Daniel, and then came back to Molly's house. Oh, God. Yeah, like, yo, and Molly Issa took was her, very selfish Molly took her back seasons. in. He was really all about herself and what she was going through. Yeah. So it's like, Issa really has done some things, and I think maybe we don't notice it, because Molly's things are so much louder. I don't know why, but her thing, her what she be doing, she be she she's she a bird. But okay, <laughs> I just had to I'm point out to that. Fall out with Molly with Dro because I just felt like I don't know when she was starting to mess out mess with Dro. I just felt like she started to kind of hold. <laughs> It's like she was holding herself to like she was giving herself a pass, but not other people. Yeah, and which she like, does a lot though. Yeah, she does it all the time. Yeah, like that is her flaw. She never really looks inward. She's always like pointing the finger or can tell somebody else something, but she could be doing the exact same thing and she doesn't even notice it. 
that, that friend is really the worst. It's like, uh, girl, you're not going to be calling me out and you don't be yeah. seeing what you be doing. Do you think that that's a toxic friendship they have? Would you consider that a toxic friendship to the point where that's something that they need to like end? I don't think that I don't think that necessarily their friendship is toxic. I think how they communicate is unhealthy. They oh. let stuff build up and then they oh, when, when they finally tell the truth, it's like an argument and it comes yeah. out real nasty and it's like y'all should have had a conversation about this. <laughs> they let a lot of stuff roll off. And yeah, build up and then they say it, and it comes off super fucked up. And it's like, how are we gonna get past this? Yeah, like, but the thing is, they they falling out in a big way before too, and almost as big as the block party. And they still because at Issa's first uh, like first season at the fundraiser, she had at the house when Daniel ended up showing up, like when she when basically yeah. the same night. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. they had a big falling out. They said some really nasty things, and they was back like. We they almost didn't even acknowledge that fight. Like they were back like it was nothing from what I remember. So I'm just like they acknowledged it, but it was nothing to the um to like the block party. I think that looking at the past, Issa can be very self-serving. Like even yes. with like when it comes to Molly's work, she'd be like, Girl, look, you can do your work when you get here. Yeah. And it's like there have been several times when Molly's like, I really can't. And Issa will beg her. Issa will show up at her job unannounced. Yes. Like, whenever Issa needs something, she wants Molly to provide right then. Yeah. And and, and she I does most of the time. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and, she, and, and so, she really does. Well, I actually was watching it alive with them, with Yvonne and Issa, and they were talking about their characters, and Yvonne was saying basically what you're saying. Like, a lot of people forget some of the stuff that you've done. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, I'm Issa, so I don't <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give you coming from. It was really funny, right? But um, I don't know. It's just it was just really interesting to to hear her say and like break down just how mm-hmm. Issa kind of has, you know, she just she just always kind of just expects from Molly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why Molly like got so upset at first. I was like, why is she so upset about this block party? Like, you don't want to ask your man. Okay, so. Yeah, I'll ask somebody else. But I think the thing was that she knew what she she still she just went around it. Like, okay, well, you want to do it? I'll ask somebody else then. Right. And I just wanted her to respect. No is no. Right. And I think that because Molly has experienced like their friendship has been through all these other situations that Molly may have brushed under the rug. I think that's a good point though to bring up because. If you're feeling away, you need to speak on that issue at that moment or when yeah. y'all need to the rug because eventually it's gonna blow up. And even though you kind of make up, but you really aren't clear on how it offended you and why it offended you to that person, I mean, they're gonna do it again. And then you're gonna end up being more mad, you know, until the blow up happens. Yeah, you're not giving that person a fair chance. I think that I've had friendships end because of that. Yeah. I think that wow. that's that that's something that happens is like People don't communicate that they have an issue and that they want something to be addressed differently. Mm-hmm. And then this resentment builds up and then it comes to like a petty situation and it's like, all right, I'm done. And then the other person's like, the fuck? Like, what did I do? <laughs> like, yeah. And it doesn't make sense. And I really feel like. But if you would have communicated, then we would have known. Yeah, I really <laughs> feel like that happens. Like people in general, men, women, like just don't speak up let stuff slide mm-hmm. and it just be that one time where they just can't take it anymore and they're like you know what i'm done <laughs> for real <laughs> that's crazy it's not funny <laughs> but <laughs> this girl i'm like it's just like if you would just communicate you would just let me know like yeah you blowing up at me and i don't even know why yeah, I, I don't like, understand the depth of it. Too. I'm just like, I don't. But anything. also, when you ask somebody what's wrong, they need to really tell you what's wrong. Like, you don't need to have to like come back to it. You don't need to like, like that's really an opportunity for you to say what's wrong. And I feel like people just be like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, because they don't want to be like, like not that person. About- yeah. But sometimes if something's really bothering you, this is your friendship. I feel like if you care about it enough, like you should probably speak up, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. 
manager. Um, at the end of this season, it seems like Issa and Molly's love, like their relationships, and the downfall ends up bringing them back together. Mm-hmm. And like it's unfortunate, but it's so real. <laughs> yeah, when we really get caught up and. And then it's like when things go really bad, it's like, okay, so who do I call? It's like, you really be wanting to talk to your girl. Like, you don't want to talk to nobody else. Okay, so, I mean, (laughs) I don't necessarily, like, I didn't like how that, like. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't like it. I feel like Molly, yeah. I was just saying in general, like. Yeah. Well, I feel like that happens often. It's not good, though. I'm just saying, like on the on my timeline, there were a lot of people who were like, "Oh, yay, they're talking again!" And like literally, really? like just, yes, like literally, like you just said, like you know, sometimes they you just gotta talk to your girl, you gotta talk to the one who understands you. <laughs> I literally feel like one of my best friends, and as bad as I have wanted to talk to her sometimes about certain things, do you think I had to, I pick up that phone? No, because it's just not the same, and we. <laughs> no it don't work oh. like that like that's what I'm saying like it don't really work like that in real life like oh I see what you're saying like okay. no y'all like if that happened to you no just no. yeah like and like I like we were I was even saying that before I was like the only reason why Molly would hit up Issa is because Andrew broke up with her and what happened Andrew broke up with her tail yeah and she called Issa because she don't know nothing else yeah Molly knew that breakup was a lot yeah, he was just he was being very like I mean the attitude. Yep. And they, they haven't brother. been dating that long. She was yeah. getting in a lot, a lot yeah. of issues. That breakup, that breakup was hard to watch though. He was like, "What are you fighting for?" Ooh, uh-huh. Ooh. and she was like, "Uh, I, I, I." The- <laughs> Like yeah. it, it, that was cringy. I was like, ooh. But I mean, he made a good point. He was, I mean, like you just said too, like we haven't even been together that long. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dang. I guess that's what he meant. Like, I was really trying to assess what he really meant by saying, What are you fighting for? Yeah. But now that you've said it like that, like it's kind of like we're just not compatible. That's yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of these things, like we we don't have history. Like <laughs> history. We just tried it out and it's not working. We moved it. Yeah, exactly. I hated that Issa had, you know, put on Olive Branch different times and it took for that to happen oh. for her to like that's reach what, out. I don't approve. That's why I'm like, uh-uh, because she really did. She really put her, I feel like she really put her best foot forward. And that's another thing too. Although Issa has done a lot of things, every time there's been a fallout, Issa really has tried to cater to Molly to apologize. Yeah, and it's always her reaching and I out. Hate that that, that is not, not like those type of friendships. No, <laughs> I've been in one of those too, and it's not it fun. Takes two. It takes two. Yeah, it really does. Or I mean, that person will get tired of that. That is not. Yeah. that's not healthy because that's not a balance. And it's yeah. almost like you feel like okay, well, that's it's not a relationship. You. Period. Yeah, like dang, you don't miss me. You don't want to make up with me. You don't want to see how I'm doing. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah. I get it. That so moving thing. forward, I I'm interested to see where Molly and Issa go. Mm-hmm. I don't think that everything is done yet. Like mm-hmm. I think they still have things to hash out. Um, but I'm really interested to see like if Issa does pursue Nate, like will yeah Molly kind of like how will Molly handle herself this time? Because it seems like after a breakup or after she. Like, she really kind of, like, goes back to being negative. So, I wonder if she'll continue her therapy. If she'll, like, yeah. like what would she do to, like, you know. Was, a side note. I don't know if her therapy was really helping her. Was it? <laughs> like. I told somebody that. And they were, like, dang, you get in on the therapist. I was, like, no, it's not the therapist's fault. No, it's not the therapist. It's Molly. not willing to let the therapy work. Like Right. Exactly. That's what I said. I'm, like, she's she's been wanting to change therapists. She done changed therapists a million times. And then she finally get one who's speaking truth to her. And she still won't even let her in to open up so she can open up to her. And then really be vulnerable and really hear what she's saying to her, you know? Yeah. And I just be like, and, or if she does hear her, she hears her in that moment. And then it's like, you don't see the 
but I don't even think she hears in that moment because that lady was talking to her. She immediately saw Issa after was real dry. Then she saw Mm -hmm. Andrew. Andrew told her about the brother wanting to, you know, them to go to the game. She was like, I'm not going. So it's like, I know that it takes time. It's not like you go to a session and you good, but yeah, you supposed to start trying. She and, for over, a and year. that's why she lost her relationship. Period. Oh well. Ooh. <laughs> I have no empathy. I have no empathy. Yeah. Andrew was really she, good. She really did. Bro- was bro- not, she swore she wanted this relationship so bad that she like let her friendship go. Yeah, and then she didn't even do right by him. I'm it, like, ugh. sis, you think everybody just gonna deal with this mess? Yeah. No. She thought she had a good one. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. For updates and to see what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at Queen Talk with AJ. And if you have any questions or topics you want to hear from us, email us at let'squeenwaj at gmail.com.